So I've had this very simple question asked multiple times to me. And this is this, PD, how do you get close to God? How, how do we get that intimacy with the Father? How do we live and breathe Him every single day? How does He just overcome our life in every single area? You know, and it, and you know, if you were to go to a, pa a pastor or, or whatever, usually you'd get something the, along the lines of you need to pray more, you need to read your Bible more, um, you need to, you know, be more involved in the church maybe or whatever. And and you know, I, I not long ago I actually made a video called how to have intimacy with God, and and, I, and I'll link it up here for you guys. And there I go through those kind of things, like things that you can do and participate in activities that are essential between, for developing your intimacy with the Father. But there is one other thing that is, I believe that just about everyone is missing. And I, I want to submit to you that in my life, this very thing that I'm about to talk about is the game changer. This has been the thing that took my relationship with the Father to another level. And so this secret is not really talked about a lot in churches or in places like that because people have been taught a lie about it. And what I'm talking about is the Sabbath day that God has set apart for us. In Genesis 2 verse 3, he says, it says God rested and God rested. And he set the day apart. He, he set the seventh day apart from the rest of the days. This is some of the first, one of the first things in the entire Bible that God declared holy. I declare this holy, is what he said. And, and this day, it's incredible, brother and sister, because God rested. What kind of rest does the creator of the universe need? He doesn't need any rest. He rested to show you what to do on this day. He made an example. And then we see Yeshua come years later and he walked his, the father's instructions out perfectly. He said, I didn't come to do a new thing. I only do what I see my father do. What did the father do in Genesis 2 verse 3? He set the seventh day apart and cleared it holy and he rested. And Yeshua did the same thing. Yeshua never broke the Sabbath contrary to popular, popular belief. You know, if your pastor's been telling you Yeshua's been breaking the Sabbath, I'm sorry to say, brother and sister, but you've been lied to. You know, the Sabbath, God, God, when Yeshua, when the Pharisees came to Yeshua, they said, oh, he blasphemes the name of God, making himself equal with God. And he breaks the Sabbath for healing people on the Sabbath. And so we read that and we think, oh, see, Yeshua, Jesus broke the Sabbath. No, he never broke the Sabbath, brothers and sisters. That was the accusation of the Pharisees. Do you want to believe the Pharisees? Do you want to believe one word that they say? No. We're not going to go by that. Yeshua, and then Yeshua goes and he replies and he says, Oh, don't you know that even my I work as my father works on this day? Because I taught, like I said, Yeshua only did what he sees his father do. Now, let me ask you the question. Did father start working on the seventh day after he made it the holy in creation and said, I rest on this day. Now father changed his mind. And now God is like, oh, now I'm going to work. Is that what is happening? Did God change? Did he stop lifting his word above his own name as the psalmist says? No. Not at all, brother and sister. I want to submit to you that if you think that, that God is working on the Sabbath day or that Jesus worked on the Sabbath day by, by, by healing someone, for example, you're missing the whole point 
You're missing it totally. Because the commandments of God, the law of God was is given for one, one purpose and one purpose only to give life. To give life. To show us what evil is. Because evil is the opposite of what the law, the law says. The law says this is what good is. And if you don't follow it, you transgress the law. And that is the definition of sin according to 1 John 3 verse 4. And so God is saying this is the point of the instructions of my, of my instructions. My instructions is there to give you life. I give you blessing and courage. Life and death. Choose life. That's what he said. And so now... I want to ask you, are we going to start choosing life? Because healing someone on the Sabbath, doing anything ministry related on the Sabbath, doing anything that brings life on the Sabbath is fulfilling the commandment, is satisfying the commandment, is being obedient to the commandment, even if it means work. Because going out and praying for people on the Sabbath day is work, but it's not the kind of work that God is talking about when he says, do not work on this day. He's talking about secular work. And so what the Father instructs us on this day is he says, I want you to come and I want you to come and have a date with me. I'm going to set my table out for you. I'm going to come and, and I'm, I'm arriving for the date is what the Lord says. I'm arriving, but what are you going to do? Are you going to join me or are you going to continue ignoring this day? Are you going to continue listening to all kinds of other God people who've got no idea what they're talking about? Who've been telling you that my day has changed or my day is abolished. Brother and sister, God is still arriving for that date, whether you arrive or not. And I want to submit to you that God is on, on every Sabbath day. God is coming and he's. Uh, God is coming and he's setting his table and he, he, he takes a seat. And what he does is he he waits. He waits for his bride to show up for this day. And in many cases, we're not showing up. He sits there the entire day waiting. But we're busy with other things. We're we're out there eating at our favorite restaurants and making people do secular work and we we do all kinds of other things. We do our work, we we do everything except the work of the Father and, and, and getting with him. And so brother and sister, this is the key to intimacy with the Father. Well one of the this is the one of the main keys. I mean, you can pray and do all these things, but one of the biggest complaints that we have is we don't have time. Five minutes a day is not enough. Ten minutes a day is not enough. An hour a day is not enough. And so Father knows this. He, he knows that in our busy schedules, it's, it, it can be hard to put an hour a day even aside for him. And so what he did was in creation, before he made anything, as he laid the foundation of this world, before he made you, he made a Sabbath day for you. He didn't make you for the Sabbath. He made the Sabbath for you. Because he knows yeah, you need intimacy with him. You need relationship with him to survive. You're made for him. And he knows that he, he knew that we would fall and we would work and we do all these things. And, and so he made this day for us so we can have no excuse. So brother and sister, let me tell you now that you have no excuse anymore. You have no more excuse for not getting with God for 24 hours a week. You know, this, this day, we say, we think of that, and we're like, oh, that's so such a burden. Brother and sister, if you think it's a burden to get with God, are you, what God are you serving? Are you even a disciple of Christ? Is what I want to ask you. If you say it's a burden to go and take a seat with this date with God. You know, pastors, we have pastors and, pro and people who call themselves prophets, standing on pulpits and saying, oh, it's a burden to be obedient. 
I want to tell you, those people are, are so lost, brothers and sisters. They're so lost. They've got no idea what they're talking about. And they will be called least in the kingdom of God, according to the very words of our Messiah, Yeshua Jesus. He said, I tell you, if someone comes and tells you that the, the least of these commandments, and I'm not even talking about the fourth one, the top four, the top five, where the Sabbath is, the least of these, if anyone comes and tells you that the least of these is abolished, that person will be called least in my kingdom. That's what he said. And he says, unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the Pharisees, who, by the way, kept all the Torah, or at least they professed to. He says, unless your righteousness exceeds them, you will by no means enter into the kingdom of heaven. Brother and sister, that's a scary thought because they thought that they're keeping the instructions well. We have Christians today who say that they don't, they're not even at the Pharisees because they're teaching that the instructions are abolished. They don't even keep the fourth commandment. But yet Yeshua demands of us and He requires of us. He says, your righteousness needs to exceed that of the Pharisees. How is it possible? I tell you, by man it's not possible. But by God all things are possible. For if we keep His entire Torah and Prophets instructions, everything that Yeshua, Jesus walked out, we walk just like Him. And now because He sent a Holy Spirit to dwell in us, and because He changes our nature, and because of the blood of Messiah, our righteousness can in fact exceed that of the Pharisees. But if we have a profession of faith, but we fail to even keep the top four commandments, how, what are we kidding ourselves? God, God, is, God is not mock guys. And so I want to submit to you that this is one of the keys to intimacy with the Father. And if you do not keep this instruction, you will never reach your purpose. You will never reach the fullness of the calling that God has laid on your life when He made you. It is impossible to do it without obedience to the Father's instructions. And the, the fourth commandment, the one that I'm talking about in this video, the Sabbath day, has been specifically created for us to help us to rest and get with God. That's it, guys. This commandment is given for the purpose of developing our intimacy with God. That is what it is about. And oh, what a blessing it is, brothers and sisters. Today, you know, it's every time this day comes, it is the best day of the week for me. There are four days in a month that I, that, that's the most amazing days for me. The first, the second, the third, and the fourth, seventh day of the month. <laughs> Saturday, Friday night to Saturday night, where God has set this day apart as holy for us. And so I want to ask you now, brothers and sisters, will you start will you start showing up for that date with Jesus? Are you gonna start showing up for that or or are you gonna continue shoving in the ground, trying to work and trying to get fruit from that? I want to submit to you there's so much more fruit where I'm at, where at this place where of, of intimacy with him on this day. And, and it will bless you. So I hope this video encouraged you. But I want to tell you that I'm not talking about a salvation issue. I'm talking about a holiness issue. I'm talking about getting with God. I'm talking about running from lawlessness and understanding that we're saved by grace through faith in Messiah Jesus alone. But you see, because we are saved by Him, that evidence is going to start following our life. That evidence of obedience and holiness on us. I hope this encouraged you. Have an amazing day. God bless you so much.